Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gateway to Cinema, the spin-off of the far more popular podcast Reboot Already Underway, the Lego Ninjago movie to the main podcast Lego movie. What what happened to that tomato meter, man? What uh, happened? I still haven't seen it. I'm going to see it tomorrow morning, so we'll I, see. I haven't seen it either, but just <laughs> we'll wasn't see. expecting that. No. Oh, it was so high, and then... Got so low so quickly. <laughs> I am, of course, your host, Aaron Hahn, joined as always by Jacob Lacey. I don't... You can, I don't, you can give us an English translation okay. of, of a quote <laughs> if you like, want. I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> also, um... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. He's, uh, sensei. They say that at one point in this movie. They they do. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, there's some a few hints as to what we're going to be discussing because we are once again talking about a film from the list of 100 movies I once made for Lacey to watch. Films that are interesting introductions to the larger world of cinema. And uh, yeah, mentioned the Lego Ninjago movie because we, we picked this film in somewhat celebration of that fact. <laughs> and of course, Lacey's inability to speak Japanese also clues you into the fact that this week we are talking about one of the most critically acclaimed films of all time. Yeah. Seven Samurai. Alright, so Lacey, why don't we start off with your initial impressions and thoughts on the film? So, this is a movie I had um, heard of for a while because, you know, one of the most influential filmmakers of all time. Probably George yes. Lucas, right? Oh, okay, yeah. No, I mean, of course. Like, yeah, I, I thought Kira, you were going to no. go with Kurosawa. No, no, Kurosawa as well, of course. But, like, as far as, I guess, in my viewings, like, I've been very interested in, like, of course, the original Star Wars trilogy and, like, learning about George Lucas when he was starting. Maybe not so much George Lucas now, but, like, George Lucas in the 70s. Very creative man. Um, but he's always quoted Seven Samurai as his favorite movie of all time. That's why I'm going there with it um so like that's where i had heard of this movie before and also when i was taking that introduction to film class we talked about seven samurai but didn't watch it <laughs> so i was like hey you know man community college you know yeah. they're just they're horrible also <laughs> I, like i understand it was like a two-hour class and this is a three and a half hour movie but, like, right. why not ask us to watch it at home or something? <laughs> like, it's, like, a very influential film. So as far as movies that we've watched for this show, and as far as all the movies I've seen in my life, I have, like, this, this small list that I've been keeping. Psycho's on this list. But I think this might be a perfect movie, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to throw it around too often, and, and I know I've just saw it, like, three days ago now. But I think I can safely add this to, like, this is a perfect movie. Like, mm -hmm. as far as, as, as perfect goes in film, I guess. Yeah, I mean, as far as we're talking about, like, the, the technical yeah. aspects of it. Is that, like, the only angle you're going at? Or are you going also entertainment-wise? Well, Thematic-wise, the whatever. This is the weird, like, struggle I face. Because I'm like, just because a movie's perfect, like, Psycho. Like, I love Psycho. But it's not even my favorite Hitchcock film. So, like, this movie, 
I do think the entertainment value is super high on this as well, as well as it just being, like, so technically fantastic. Um, this is probably the only three-and-a-half-hour-long movie that I've seen where I did not feel like it was that long at all. And every moment just blew right by, and it was fun, and I loved all the characters, and it was entertaining, and just... I, I think this movie's great. This is by far... Not by far. I guess this is... What I'm trying to say is this is up there for movies that we've watched for this so far. Um, it's a very good movie. Yeah, indeed. I don't know what else to say without spoilers, but also... Oh, we gotta talk about one thing. And you already know what that oh. one thing is. <laughs> so. Yes, yes, I do. But why'd you put it on the list, Aaron? Right. Well, yeah, my... Uh, my uh, first interaction with this film was actually very similar to yours in that I had heard for the longest time that it was, like, one of the major influences on Star Wars. People were like, oh, yeah, George Lucas really likes Seven Samurai. He used that in Star Wars. And I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. You know, like, swordsman, you got... Mm-hmm. I can see how that might be, a, uh, you know, an influence, but I didn't know all that much about it. And then, finally, the first time I watched it, I watched it actually in this Western film class that I took at college. Oh, okay. So even though this is a you know Japanese samurai film, we watched it in the Western film class because we uh, we then went on to watch Magnificent Seven, and we also and then we kind of like talked about how the Western was influenced by th- this film and other Kurosawa films, and like you know comparing and contrasting the samurai to the cowboy and what they mean for their country's respective mythology stuff like that mm-hmm. so that's when i first watched this film and yeah i just it, it it's one of those films that like lives up to the hype like you hear yeah. it's one of the most one of the best films of all time one of the most influential films of all time and you watch it and you're like yeah like this is a great film <laughs> like i don't i want to see someone argue against that i film. just i don't even know how you could like even if you didn't like it or you weren't super entertained by it just the technical mastery of the craft alone like how could you be like no he's not good at making movies <laughs> like i don't think that's even possibly <laughs> could be argued but hey prove me wrong internet i guess <laughs> so yeah i mean because this film was is so influential like continues to be so influential in cinema and because this film is just like objectively a masterpiece i had to put it on the list yeah all right do you want to get into spoilers then uh we will are you are you ready to uh discuss here i (laughs) a certain reaction you had yeah all right so uh if you have not seen this film highly recommended by the both of us and if you have seen this film or just don't care or we're not gonna be life (laughs) We're now going to talk about it a little in-depth with spoilers. Um, so I don't know how I didn't know that this, that Bug's Life was like a kid's (laughs) remake of this movie. (laughs) Because I saw the remake of Magnificent Seven last year, knew going in that it was a remake of Seven Samurai, and how I watched Magnificent Seven (laughs) didn't put the dots together, that, (laughs) that it's... 
Bugs Life? I don't know. But as soon as this movie started, I think it was the grain, dude. I think that's really it, what... It was probably the grain. Dude, because, yeah, as soon as they come up on their horses, it's like the first scene... And then like, oh, we just took their grain last time. We'll come back next time when they have more grain or rice or it was something like that. And it, mm-hmm. or barley. It was barley. That's what it was. Right? Oh. I don't know. I think it, it was, was barley. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Anyway. But as soon as that happened, I was like, this is Bug's Life. <laughs> like, Bug's Life made Seven Samurai. <laughs> okay. It, well, like... Yeah, we're talking about how influential this film is. This is a film that has been remade, not only in, most prominently, Magnificent Seven, and you saw the the remake of the remake of this film. (laughs) But, yeah. Bugs Life, man. I'm telling you, Pixar was just, like, never original. It was all all a con. (laughs) Like, Pixar adds interesting stuff to the narrative, I think, where, like, hey, they're not actually warriors. We gotta teach them how to be warriors, or we gotta figure out how to stop them all together. Like, they at least did something a little different with it. But overall, I was just like, whoa, man. <laughs> whoa. Yep. Why, why do we still show our kids Bugs Life? I mean, why don't, why don't we just sit them down and have them watch Seven Samurai, you know? I mean, yeah. Seven Samurai is, like, not that, like, inappropriate. It is actually fairly kid appropriate. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, a couple things where I'm like, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, this movie's good, Aaron. <laughs> this movie's real good. I think something we, we touched on last week where, like, this is the first impressions from me podcast is, like, <laughs> yeah, I think I need to, like, lean into that because... <laughs> I, there's no way I can have, like, deep thoughts about it if I've just seen it that day or, like, the day before or something. So I'm le- I'm looking for you, Aaron. I'm looking for you to give me the deep stuff. And I'm going to be like, hey, that's a good movie. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know exactly what kind of deep stuff I have either because this is... This is like so many other films on the list, ones that have been dissected so much by so many better people that yeah. maybe we should just lean into the first reaction Let's thing more. Let's lean into I don't the know, first but... reactions, man. Okay. <laughs> I don't know any of their names. <laughs> well, let, let me rephrase that. I don't know how to pronounce any of their names because as we know from this show, I'm horrible at pronunciations. I was I was gonna say when when I first when we when we were picking Seven Samurai out, I forgot to warn you about two things. I forgot to warn you about the length. Yeah. And I forgot to warn you about that you would not be able to pronounce anyone's name in this film. Yeah. I was I, I as soon as I was uh, scrolling through the Wikipedia page while rewatching it to like learn all the characters' names better, I'm like. I'm sorry, Lacey. I'm sorry I put you through this. <laughs> like, it's not even like... I can't... I don't know. I can't pronounce English names. So, like, this is just horrible for me. Um, well, just just can, give it your best attempt. Can I go, like, and... Samurai number one? Samurai no. Number <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. They don't really have numbers, like, in the Magnificent Seven. It's a Do they have different. numbers in the Magnificent Seven? 
Uh, the new one, they kind of did. They did it in the trailer. Oh, yeah. So uh, That's kind of different, but, you yeah. know. But, I mean, that, that kind of numbers them, right? At that, that point, you're like, Chris Pratt's number two. He's cowboy number two in this I, one. Yeah, I think in that one, they were more, like, ranked according to star power, where it's like, yeah. Denzel Washington, well, he's number one. Chris Pratt, well, he's going to be number two. He's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to look up these names, I guess, and I'm going to try. <laughs> just just give it your best effort. I'll forgive you. Podcast no. listeners will forgive you. Akira Kurosawa won't forgive you, but yeah. he's, he's dead. So. I also cannot get pictures. <gasps> Aaron, I don't yes. want to recreate this already. <laughs> but there's a cricket right next to me crawling <laughs> by my foot. And it's is this is this it? Is this the spin-off of the cricket episode? <laughs> One second, I'm gonna get rid of him. Wax poetic about seven samurai for a second. Do it. Okay, All okay. Right. Um Yeah, so I, I guess it's it's just me talking about seven samurai. Yeah, there's there's seven of them. Seven samurais. They are not numbered though. As we stated, the the cricket is overpowering. (laughs) Just like the the bandits would have overtaken the villagers if not for the seven samurai. It's it's exactly like that. The crickets are the bandits and Lacey is the villagers. And now he needs to go and collect seven of his best friends. I would be the leader, of course. David would be the number two. Rakapaw would be like the wild card one. He'd be he'd be the character who wasn't a samurai, but like they just like ah <laughs> eh, yeah you can stick around anyway. Okay. <laughs> are you are you saying who the seventh samurai would be of this podcast? <laughs> I'm saying we're banding together to help you defeat the cricket oh, because okay. you can't do it by yourself. Hey, that's almost like Buck's life. <laughs> oh no, that's Grasshoppers in that one. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so I have the character list up as well with the pictures, so I can kind of tell as well. <sighs> See, I need to hear them like several times. Like when I played Persona 4, they all have Japanese names in that, and I, I was able to get it. But I need to hear. So we got Kikuchio. Yeah, he's he's the one he's that the, I was. He's my favorite. He's definitely my favorite. He yeah, he's he's a fun character. He is kind of like horrible, <laughs> but like fun in that way. You know what I mean? Like in what sense? Like in the sense that he. He's like I don't, I don't really horny. <laughs> this oh whole yeah, movie. yeah. And it's like this whole thing where it's like, oh, the samurai always come in and take our women or whatever. And it's like, hey, none of <laughs> it's really weird because none of the samurai did that. The two people who weren't samurai <laughs> wanted that. <laughs> so I think you guys are being a little judgmental of samurai. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. I mean, that is. In- intentional. I'm sure that the yeah, that it's it is the two characters who aren't the samurai. I'm just calling out the townspeople right now and saying they suck. 
Yeah. Especially, especially yeah. the dad of the girl. <laughs> I did not like him. I was like, you're horrible. I hate you. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. He was like, come on, man. And everyone's like, hey, they're in love. Don't you remember what it was like to be young and in love? Right, and then he just right. like says nothing. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh man, he's broken now, isn't he? <laughs> like, oh, all right then. Uh, more characters. Yeah, go, just go for it. This one's a little easier. Com Kambe, who is the leader, I believe. Right. He's awesome. He's my second favorite. He's got that, like... No, no, he's my third favorite. There's no pictures, so it's hard for me to tell who's who just from the names. But the, um, the awesome guy who wins the duel. You know that guy? Yeah, yeah. He's, the, um, he gets the musket. Kyuzo? I don't know how to pronounce the names either. Kyuzo? Yeah, something like that. Kyuzo. Kyuzo. I don't... He's my second favorite. If, if, um, oh god, <laughs> one second, if Kikuchio wasn't as cool as he was, badass guy would be my favorite. Yeah, that's fair. Um, because, you know, he's just, he's, he's confident, and when the kid who wants to learn how to be a samurai comes up to him and is like, hey, like, I just want to let you know, like, I respect you, and how calm and poised you are in battle and stuff and he's just like thank you and then he just looks away and he lets out that little smile like not too much just enough to be like hey it's nice to be appreciated that's just like such a heartwarming moment where you're like oh it's like it says so much about that character without having to be like and one day my wife died and i was real sad <laughs> like all that kind of stuff um right like that that was nothing cool. this what? I do think that this is one of the things that, that this film excels at is like those tiny little moments of character interaction and character development. They're just like so subtle, but you know, the the film utilizes its lengthy runtime so well that it's just like all these characters feel mm -hmm. so fleshed out and so well developed, and we care about like all of them. We care. We we can build like these different dynamics between different characters and all of that, mm -hmm. and so like it just works so well yeah and i think the one time it's not super great but they kind of fix it by doing something that i was not expecting with it where um <laughs> it's the main villager every time they talk about him hey you should get yourself a wife or whatever and he gets really upset and they're like why is he so upset i'm like obviously his wife's dead right <laughs> like if someone does that every time you talk about getting a wife like, obviously, their wife is dead, but they did a great thing where it's like, hey, no, his wife's just, well, it's not great that his wife's been kidnapped, but, like, the movie does a good <laughs> no, I get what you're by, saying. like, great, great you know, storytelling. Yeah, they, they subvert that expectation that back then probably wasn't that much of an expectation, right? Like, honestly, back then it was probably like, oh, we haven't seen that very often. It's the 50s. We've only had movies for, like, 20 years or something. <laughs> Uh, yes, movies were invented in the 1930s, as we all know. I don't know why I said that. Obviously, it was much just, earlier. Just I like Psycho came out, like, 
what, what what were we saying in those like episodes that it came out like I don't know. I don't it's, even remember. It's been so long ago. I forget everything we say on this. But show. I was like, yeah, you don't even remember like week to week. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> was like going back anyway. You were you're going with uh the 1930s and how they were a great no, time for no I, <laughs> no I know that's not true. <laughs> um. Okay, but that whole story point is done really well, even though it could have been done to, like, oh, like, okay, we have to hear about his dead wife now. And, like, all right, maybe, you know, that that's actually really well done, too. <laughs> Sorry, I keep, like, thinking I have flaws with this movie, and then I think about them for more than two seconds. I'm like, no, no, that's a good bit. Um, where Kikuchio, Kikuchio. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. It's probably not his name, but I'm so sorry. <laughs> but that's... I'm not good at this. Um, where he brings them all the gear, and they're all like, oh, these are from Fallen Samurai. Now I want to kill all of the villagers. And then he just goes off on them. And that scene is so good. Like, it's a little much at times where you're like... And then they're like, you were a farmer, weren't you? It's like, yes! It's very obvious he was a farmer. <laughs> like, I don't know how you could know it. But, um, but yeah, but yeah I, do re- I do just really like that, that conflict we have between the samurais and the villagers where, you know, it's like they, all, they don't always know they can trust the samurai and the, the samurai have been bad two villagers like them before it's just mm-hmm. really neat because that's like one of the things we kind of discussed when we were discussing how it compares and contrasts to the representation of like the cowboy in westerns you know just like the the samurai were like different kinds of i mean the, the, the cowboy that we see in movies is so different from the cowboy that actually existed it's like not even like comparable to what actually <laughs> existing <laughs> no so we kind of create this like mythological figure that is like the ultimate american hero mm-hmm. whereas samurai were you know such a big part of japanese culture right. back in the time and it's just interesting to see how that kind of like they, they feel more like real people i suppose in that the sense samurai? the samurai yeah where it, yeah in a sense in other ways, it's like they're almost like ah. like before they go into this final fight, they feel almost like godlike creatures, <laughs> where like they cannot be beaten and like all this other stuff. I don't know. At times, I mean, I, I do think like, there is like this mythologizing around them in terms of like their fighting ability right. and being like, right, oh, right, right. you know, we're gonna scum out, but like. I just mean, like, in terms of, like, the actual flaws of the... I, I, I don't... That's not what I mean, because a lot of cowboys and westerns are anti-heroes, too. But I just think mm-hmm. more... There's just something more raw. They don't They don't there. feel super... Super Superman. Does that make sense? <laughs> or, like, like, you know, Superman's Boy Scout. And, like, cowboys recently have not been portrayed in such a way, and I don't know, I haven't seen enough, like, from when, like, the Western was the movie, but the ones I have seen, 
like high noon and stuff like that like cowboy sheriff well sheriff kind of cowboy that sort of thing like virtue like shares all the american virtues and he's like hey we gotta which is yeah well ironic. i mean high noon I, is I very much ironic. like i i am the champion of american values and all you people are terrible for not helping me out you yeah. know like oh what is the real america like, yeah where did where is this going <laughs> i don't even know I it, it doesn't matter. Doesn't uh, anyway, matter. <laughs> oh my god, I I lost that train of thought many 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 thoughts do ago. You think, do you think like people listen to this? <laughs> like, oh yeah, I was super. Well, yeah, I wonder where they're gonna go with this. This is really super interesting. I'm loving this discussion, and then we just lose it, and they're like, what? But like, do you think it happens more often than that? Like, we don't notice it happens. <laughs> Like, we're talking about something, I, and then it just switches. I think it very much happens, like, everything. <laughs> the question is, do you think people get frustrated? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, like, um, the first part... Alright, so, like, the first section of this movie is a little slow. I think that might be my one knock against it if I had to give it a knock. You mean like the the whole kind of like we have to collect all the seven samurai and we yeah. have to collect them all individually, more more or no, less. No, no, no. I like that part. I don't like when they're like, I was really like, oh, is this gonna turn out to be good? Like when they're like, hey, we gotta find samurai, and right up until they meet that first samurai, the leader, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm sure this is gonna get better, but once they meet him. All, all, like I'm in every moment after that I'm in I love the door trick where they stand over with the <laughs> with the stick and hit him <laughs> over the head and I'm like they're never gonna show someone getting hit are they and then he comes through the door and he just gets wailed with it and it's amazing <laughs> there's some great like slapstick comedy in that scene where they're running around the barn and like you know he falls into the pig pen and they throw him the or whatever it is I don't know what it was I couldn't really place where they were in that scene is that like a motel of sorts? Like a 1500s motel, I guess? Kind of, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know exactly either. And but... I don't know Japanese culture enough either, really, to know. That might be a very... That might be a thing. I don't know. Um, but that whole scene's really great. Um, and I love when, they, when he hands them like the uh, family tree thing. And he's like, see? There I am, right there. And they're like, oh... <laughs> You're 12? <laughs> like, I don't think you're 12. <laughs> like, you're the oldest 12-year-old I've ever seen. Um, there's, like, some actually really, like, great comedy that holds up here. And, uh, like, that's always great to see. This movie feels like it could have been made, like, two years ago. Like, it doesn't feel it, that old. It doesn't, like, you know, compared to modern, like, blockbusters and stuff. Like... As we as we've said many times, this film is so influential. You know, filmmakers are still learning from like the the camera techniques and all sorts of stuff employed by this film. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it it holds up incredibly well. This might be the this is I don't know how to phrase this exactly, but this might be the movie that holds up the best, if that makes sense, for the time it was made. Like. The idea that, like, 
It could have been made. <laughs> if we're if we're like building a graph with like the ratio between age and uh, how well yeah. it holds up or That's something. That's exactly like. what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause like there are other great movies I love from this time. Like I love Rear Window, but Rear Window is very dated in a lot of elements. Where this movie just like because it's a period piece, because it's shot so well, because it is so masterfully crafted it just feels like it could have been made like last year and that's amazing like that's i think that's how you know you made like a fantastic piece of art is like if people are still looking at it uh what is it now 60 almost 70 years later and we're we're not gonna try to do math again no on this uh on this podcast we're no we can't we can't pronounce names we can't do math we can't finish our thoughts (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do we even do on this show? But it's so crazy. It was made only ten years after movies like were created. Like it's yeah, yeah. T- oh, it's ten years now. It the took film t- was now created in the nineteen forties. We're just continually rewriting history over the course of this half hour. <laughs> I realize that's not when movies were made. Just so everyone's clear. <sighs> Okay, um, I don't know. I think we've covered it well. This is definitely a movie that I think everyone should watch, at least at one point in their life. Take the time, even if you have to split, like, I hate saying this, but it's a long movie. If you have to split it up between, like, two viewings, there's an intermission. There, There is an intermission. Use that, and I think everyone should watch this. It's really great. Agreed. I mean, that's why it's on the list in the first place, so. Yeah. And it's, like, a lot of the movies on the list are, like, they're very much tailored towards, like, what you thought I would like. You know? Does that make sense? Like, I Mulholland mean, Drive? Yeah. Like, a lot of them are, some, some of, like, the more oddball ones or whatever that aren't, like, the huge classics. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, Rubber or even, even something like Attack the Block, where I was like, this is a film Lacey's gonna like, but not, yeah. it's not, uh, it, it's not this list is not just classics of cinema. Like, this isn't some kind of, like, academic list where I'm like, oh, here's all the films someone should watch. It is very much tailored towards you. But this is a film... It's one of those films that, like, everyone can pretty much enjoy. Mm-hmm. You'll so find it's something like, in it, at the very least. It, it is a film both that I highly recommended to you personally. Like, I thought you would really like this. And this is a film that I think everyone should watch. Mm-hmm. Where do you have it ranked, Aaron? I have it ranked... It's. It seems like it's ranked somewhat low, but it's actually not, I suppose. <laughs> that's, a it's, weir- that's a weird precursor to put on this, but all right. <laughs> sure. I mean, I have it ranked 17th. Okay. Uh, behind Memento, ahead of being John Malkovich. Okay. And I it's have- like, it, when I was ranking it in this smaller list, I was like, you know... 17 seems a little low for this film that I consider such a huge masterpiece or whatever, but I'm also using my that list I made of like my top 100 movies of all time. I'm kind of using that as a guide, oh, and okay. I was like, the, so many of the films from the Gateway to Cinema list are also on that top 100 movies of all time yeah, list, same. so it's like... I've basically decided that none of my lists, uh, you know like talk to each other if that makes sense <laughs> like fargo is super high up on this one and like it's in my top 50 of all time 
but like it's not as high as it is in Gateway to Cinema. <laughs> if that makes sense. It makes sense. Yes. All right. Well, I've got it number twelve behind Psycho, right ahead of Blade Runner. So. Solid, solid so, placing. Solid. All right. So next week, uh, it's the start of October, the most wonderful time of the year. So I'm so excited we this will, year. We will be covering, we will be delving into some of the horror films on the list, and we will be covering The Evil Dead. Not super excited for this one. Why are you not super I excited? Or, or do you want to save it? I, I'll, I'll give a little bit of a tease. When we talk about movies okay. that scared us as kids from little things we've seen, this movie's in there. Okay, there's so certain, it's not there's like a, certain, a, I certain think I'm going to hate this movie. Or... From the ground. Yeah, that yeah, spooks yep. me. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if I'm ready. So. Let me tell you something. This film, it's it's low budget filmmaking, very low budget filmmaking, mm-hmm. but it holds up well. Okay, I'm excited. This is one of my favorite films of all time. Again, we're just covering a lot of these. We're again, hitting hard. We're going hard are, and fast now, Aaron. We're not slowing down anymore. <laughs> and of course, the entire Evil Dead trilogy is on the list because I didn't write it with a podcast in mind. So we're going to talk we'll about all three of them at some point. We'll spread them out. We will. We will, but we'll start with The Evil Dead next week. So, listeners, uh, I hope you enjoyed this, whatever this was, because it wasn't exactly an in-depth analysis of Seven Samurai. But, but like, hopefully people had fun, right? Like, that's what what it's all about. Like, you don't listen to a podcast if you're not ready to have fun. At least that's not why I listen to podcasts. So, if you want to find us around the web, you can find Lacey at uh, Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can find him at Jake Lace on Tumblr. Do you, wanna... Do you think I'll actually have something done by the time this That's... comes out? I... Told me you're working on a project I a couple really weeks back. I really want to so. have it out this coming week. And now that work's finally slowing down, I've had some more time to write, should be ready. I wanted it done in <laughs> September. But this will have to do. <laughs> so well, yeah. If you want to find David from the main podcast around the web, you can find him at dbex15 on Twitter. Dbex with two s's. If you want to find me around the web, you can find me at little flame dude on Twitter. Find me at this clever blog name is already taken. Tumblr dot uh, The Night X Came Home, second volume, starts October first. I'm so excited, so, Aaron. You have no idea. <laughs> Like I well, will, I gave out some nice uh, teasers on Twitter. You did. You should go check those out. Pique the interest. I don't want to be like, oh man, I don't want to seem like, oh, I'm only saying this because you're like one of my good friends. No, like this is like a really great series, and it's hilarious. So if you haven't been reading it and you didn't read last year, for sure go read all of them. They are great. If you love. If you love Aaron's sense of humor on this podcast, it's, like, dialed up to 10 in those. So you should definitely go and read them. So. 
Well, thank you. Dialed up to thank 10, you. dialed up to 11. <laughs> dialed up to 10. It's at... It's dialed at, up <laughs> to, to 13. <laughs> it's, a, it's as max as it can go. Aaron's not into breaking any rules it's, here. Well, as, as we all know from math, that the 9 is, you know, like the, the round number that we, we, we just... <laughs> everything is in, okay, in, let's, in units of 9. <laughs> let's, let's not embarrass let's ourselves anymore. If, if you want to find the main podcast around the web, you can find us at Reboot Already Un on Twitter. You can give us a like on Facebook for new episodes and news and other items. You can check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes and give us a good review if you like what we say. There we go. All right. So until next time, don't think it. Don't say it. Bye-bye, man. I missed it. missed it last week where did it go you weren't here or i mean we didn't do an episode oh right